听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您收听轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read。我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。There is no such thing as a pure introvert or extrovert. Such a person would be in the lunatic asylum. Carl Jung. 世上没有纯粹内向或外向的人，这样的人会被关进疯人院。卡尔·荣格。卡尔·荣格出生于1875年 ，1961 年去世，瑞士心理学家。1907年，他开始与西格蒙德·弗洛伊德合作。发展及推广精神分析学说长达六年之久，之后他与弗洛伊德理念不合，分道扬镳，创立了荣格人格分析心理学理论，提出情节的概念，把人格分为内倾和外倾两种，主张把人格分为意识、个人无意识和集体无意识三层。他曾担任国际心理分析学会会长、国际心理治疗协会主席等。创立了荣格心理学学院，荣格的理论和思想至今仍对心理学研究产生深远影响。There is no such thing as a pure introvert or extrovert. Such a person would be in the lunatic asylum. Carl Jung. 世上没有纯粹内向或外向的人，这样的人会被关进疯人院。卡尔·荣格。闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day. Authorship by Rabindranath Tagore. You say that father write a lot of books, but what he write, I don't understand. He was reading to you all the evening, but could you really make out what he meant? What nice stores, mother? You can tell us. Why can't father? Write like that, I wonder. Did he never hear from his own mother stories of giants and fairies and princesses? Has he forgotten them all? Often, when he gets late for his bath, you have to and call him an hundred times. You wait and keep his dishes warm for him. But he goes on writing and forgets. 
Father always plays at making books. If ever I go to play in Father's room, you come and call me. What a naughty child. If I make the slightest noise, you say, Don't you see that Father's at his work? What's the fun of always writing and writing? When I take up Father's pen or pencil and write upon his book just as he does A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I Why do you get cross with me then, Mother? You never say a word when Father writes. When my father wastes such heaps of paper, Mother, you don't seem to mind at all. But if I take only one sheet to take a boat with, you say, Child, how troublesome you are. What do you think of fathers spoiling sheets and sheets of paper with black marks all over both sides?作家泰戈尔妈妈你说爸爸他写了许多书可他写的东西我根本不懂整个晚上他念给你听说实话你真懂吗妈妈你讲的故事多好听呀我纳闷爸爸为什么不写你说的那些话呢他难道没有听他
，诗中用孩子的目光真实描写了一个作家父亲的形象。爸爸一天到晚很忙，从不给他讲神话故事。爸爸写字总忘记吃饭等等。同时，孩子还做了对比，他自己偷笔乱写，妈妈立即唠叨，要稿纸妈妈不给，而爸爸揉搓稿纸，妈妈则从不吭声。孩子对爸爸不理解，愤愤不平地抱怨。在妈妈面前发的一通牢骚，反衬出妈妈对爸爸写作的全力支持，以及爸爸创作时的全神贯注和废寝忘食，树立了一个把文学创作看得高于一切的作家的高大形象。By Rabindranath Tagore. You say that father write a lot of books, but what he write, I don't understand. He was reading to you all the evening, but could you really make out what he meant? What nice stores, mother! You can tell us. Why can't father write like that? I wonder, did he never hear from his own mother stories of giants and fairies and princesses? Has he forgotten them all? Often, when he gets late for his bath, you have to and call him an hundred times. You wait and keep his dishes warm for him, but he goes on writing and forgets. Father always plays at making books. If ever I go to play in father's room, you come and call me. What a naughty child! If I make the slightest noise, you say, "Don't you see that father's at his work? What's the fun of always writing and writing?" When I take up father's pen or pencil. And write upon his book, just as he does. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. Why do you get cross with me then, mother? You never say a word when father writes. When my father wastes such heaps of paper, mother, you don't seem to mind at all. But if I take only one sheet to take a boat with, you say. Child, how troublesome you are! What do you think of father's spoiling sheets and sheets of paper with black marks all over both sides? More to read. 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words. 梁实秋是中国现当代著名的散文家、学者、文学批评家和翻译家。梁实秋不仅一生给中国文坛留下了两千多万字的著作，创造了中国现代散文著作出版的最高纪录，而且也是中国国内第一个研究莎士比亚的权威，是中国翻译莎士比亚全集第一人。那么接下来，我就为大家选读一篇由梁实秋所写的散文《孩子》，Children。
。中文版本由轻松调频的主持人阿丽为您朗读。孩子，梁实秋。Children by 梁实秋。我一向不信孩子是未来世界的主人翁，因为我亲见孩子到处在做现在的主人翁。孩子活动的主要范围是家庭，而现代家庭很少不是以孩子为中心的。一夫一妻不能成为家，没有孩子的家像是一株不结果实的树，总缺点什么。必定等到小宝贝咕咕坠地，家庭的住持才算放稳。男人开始做父亲，女人开始做母亲。大家才算找到各自的岗位。I never believed that children are the masters of the future world, but I see everywhere they are the masters of the present world. Their major playground is at home. Nearly all the modern families regard children as their centers. Husband and wife do not make a family. A childless family is a fruitless tree. Something is missing. The foundation of a family becomes firm only when a child is born. Then the man becomes the father, the woman the mother. Everybody has his position. 我问过一个并非神童的孩子，你妈妈是做什么的？他说，给我缝衣的。你爸爸呢？小宝贝翻翻白眼。爸爸是看报的。但是他随即更正说：“是给我们挣钱的。” Once I asked a child who was not child prodigy, "What is your mother's job?" "Sewing for me," he said. "What is your father's job?" "Reading newspapers," he said, looking up at me. "Oh, he earns money for us," he corrected his reply. 孩子的回答全对。爹妈全是在为孩子服务。母亲早晨喝稀饭，买鸡蛋给孩子吃；父亲早晨吃鸡蛋，买鱼肝油精给孩子吃。最好的东西都要现成给孩子，否则，做父母的心里变起惶恐，像是做了什么大逆不道的事一般。孩子的健康极其舒适。成为家庭一切设施的一个主要先决问题。这种风气自古已然，于今为烈。自有小家庭制以来，孩子的地位顿行提高。以前的孝子是孝顺其父母之子，今之所谓孝子，乃是孝顺其孩子之父母。孩子是一家之主，父母都要孝他。The child was right. Both the father and the mother do things to serve their child. They eat poorly, saving money to buy the best food for him. Everything best is offered to the child, or they'll feel uneasy, as if they committed a monstrous crime. The health and comfort of a child become prior to all other things in the family. This kind of tradition originated in ancient times. And it is now all the more prevailing. Ever since the small family system was founded, the position of children has been raised. 
the dutiful sons in the past were sons who were dutiful to their parents, but the dutiful sons today are actually parents who are dutiful to their children. Children are the masters of families, and parents are servants. 孝子之说并不偏激，我看见过不少的孩子，鼓噪起来能像一营兵，动起舞来能像械斗，吃起东西来能像饿虎扑食。对于尊长宾客有如生幡，不如一时撒泼打滚有如扬弦。玩得高兴时，能把家具、食物狼藉满室。有如惨遭洗劫，但是孝子氏的父母则处之泰然，视若无睹，顶多皱起眉头，但皱不过三四秒钟，仍复堆下笑容。危及父母的生存和体面的时候，也许要狠心咒骂几声，但那咒骂大部分是哀怨乞怜的性质，其中也许带一点威吓。但那威吓只能得到孩子的善笑，因为那威吓是向来没有兑现过的。My story of dutiful sons is not unreasonable. I have seen quite a few children who shout like warriors, play like fighters, and eat like a hungry tiger pouncing on its prey. They treat adults like barbarians. They roll on the ground like epilepsy patients when they are not happy. They make a great mess of the rooms, which looked ransacked and looted, when they are happy in the play. The dutiful son-like parents do not stir an eyelid, ignoring all that. They frown a little at most, but smile again quickly. They curse with resolution only when their honor and self-respect are threatened. And even then, there is much piteous tone in the cursing. Their cursing may carry some threat, which only causes the children to laugh, as the threat never takes effect. Meng Yi Zi 问孝，子曰：“无为。”今之孝子身为是说，凡是孩子的意志，为父母者宜多方体贴，勿使稍受错阻。近代儿童教育心理学者又有发展个性之说，与无为之说正相符合。Meng Yizi once asked Confucius how to be a dutiful son. Confucius told him to be obedient. Nowadays, the dutiful sons practice the theory all right. They are obedient, respecting children's wills, never frustrating them. Modern children's education psychologists preach on personality, which is in harmony with the theory of the dutiful son's obedience. 体罚之制早已被人唾弃，以其不合儿童心理健康之故。我想起一个外国的故事：一个母亲带孩子到百货商店，经过玩具部，看见一匹木马，孩子一跃而上。前摇后摆，踌躇满志，再也不肯下来。那木马不是为出售的，是商店的陈设。店员们叫孩子下来，孩子不听；母亲叫他下来，加倍不听。母亲说：“带他吃冰淇淋去。”依然不听。
买猪骨力糖去，格外不听，任凭许下什么愿，总是还一个不听。当时演成僵局，顿成焦灼状态。Physical punishment has been cast aside, as it is not good for children's psychological health. It reminds me of a foreign story. A mother took her kid to a department store. Passing by a toy center, the kid mounted on a rocking horse when he saw one. He swung and swayed, flying high, refusing to get off. The horse was on display, not for sale. The store assistants asked the kid to dismount, but he turned a deaf ear to them and to his begging mother. His mother promised him many things, such as ice creams and chocolates. He just did not listen. There was a deadlock, and things became stuck up. 最后，一位聪明的店员建议说：“我们何妨把百货商店特聘的儿童心理学专家请来解围呢？”众谋千同，于是把一位天生有教授面孔的专家从八层楼请了下来。专家问明原委，轻轻走到孩子身边，附耳低声说了一句话。那孩子便像触电一般，滚鞍落马，牵着母亲的衣裙，仓皇遁去。事后有人问那专家，到底对孩子说的是什么话？那专家说。我说的是，你若不下马，我打碎你的脑壳。Then a clever assistant suggested they invite the children's education psychologist of the department store to solve the problem. They all agreed. A psychologist with the professor's face came down from the eighth floor at their request. Having known the reason, he quietly walked to the kid and whispered to his ears. The kid rode off the horse fast, like one struck by electric shock. Holding his mother's skirt, he fled in a hurry. When the psychologist was asked later what he had said to the kid, he answered, "I told the kid that I would break his skull if he refused to dismount." Children, by Liang Shiqiu. I never believed that children are the masters of the future world, but I see everywhere they are the masters of the present world. Their major playground is at home. Nearly all the modern families regard children as their centers. Husband and wife do not make a family. A childless family is a fruitless tree. Something is missing. The foundation of a family becomes firm only when a child is born. Then the man becomes the father, the woman the mother. Everybody has his position. Once I asked a child who was not child prodigy, "What is your mother's job?" "Sewing for me," he said. "What is your father's job?" "Reading newspapers," he said, looking up at me. Oh, he earns money for us," he corrected his reply. The child was right. Both the father and the mother do things to serve their child. They eat poorly, saving money to buy the best food for him. Everything best is offered to the child 
or they feel uneasy, as if they committed a monstrous crime. The health and comfort of a child become prior to all other things in the family. This kind of tradition originated in ancient times, and it is now all the more prevailing. Ever since the small family system was founded, the position of children has been raised. The dutiful sons in the past were sons who were dutiful to their parents, but the dutiful sons today are actually parents who are dutiful to their children. Children are the masters of families, and parents are servants. My story of dutiful sons is not unreasonable. I have seen quite a few children who shout like warriors, play like fighters, and eat like a hungry tiger pouncing on its prey. They treat adults like barbarians. They roll on the ground like epilepsy patients when they are not happy. They make a great mess of the rooms which looked ransacked and looted when they are happy in the play. The dutiful son-like parents do not stir an eyelid, ignoring all that. They frown a little at most, but smile again quickly. They curse with resolution only when their honor and self-respect are threatened, and even then there is much piteous tone in the cursing. Their cursing may carry some threat, which only causes the children to laugh as the threat never takes effect. Meng Yizi once asked Confucius, "How to be a dutiful son?" Confucius told him to be obedient. Nowadays, the dutiful sons practice the theory all right. They are obedient, respecting children's wills, never frustrating them. Modern children's education psychologists preach on personality, which is in harmony with the theory of the dutiful son's obedience. Physical punishment has been cast aside, as it is not good for children's psychological health. It reminds me of a foreign story. A mother took her kid to a department store. Passing by a toy center, the kid mounted on a rocking horse when he saw one. He swung and swayed, flying high, refusing to get off. The horse was on display, not for sale. The store assistants asked the kid to dismount, but he turned a deaf ear to them and to his begging mother. His mother promised him many things, such as ice creams and chocolates. He just did not listen. There was a deadlock, and things became stuck up. Then a clever assistant suggested they invite the children's education psychologist of the department store to solve the problem. They all agreed. A psychologist with the professor's face came down from the eighth floor at their request. Having known the reason, he quietly walked to the kid and whispered to his ears. The kid rode off the horse fast, like one struck by electric shock. Holding his mother's skirt, he fled in a hurry. When the psychologist was asked later what he had said to the kid, he answered, "I told the kid." That I would break his skull if he refused to dismount. Thank you for listening to today's Chinese reading program. 
。您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听每日阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目，并随时聆听节目回放。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿，欢迎您访问网站 radio.cgtn.com， 找到美文阅读板块即可。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。Thank、you